Hello, everyone, and welcome back. My name is Megan, and I'm the host here at Round the Cauldron, where we talk theology, philosophy, and everyday life as a modern witch. If you're ready to hop into today's topic, grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me Round the Cauldron. Today, I want to talk about Samhain. Now, it's October, it's spooky season, so this is the perfect time. So, if you don't know what Samhain is, Samhain is a Sabbath, so it is a holiday that is on the Wiccan Wheel of the Year. It is also a Sabbath that is celebrated by many other traditions and faiths. And um, I did a video, I think I did a video, on the Wheel of the Year. Um, I know I have a podcast about the Wheel of the Year. I will link it up here somewhere. Um, I will also put a link down um, in the description and in the show notes for podcast listeners, and we'll go from there. I do recommend listening to that one first if you haven't or if you don't know anything about the Wheel of the Year. It will give you some perspective on um, the holidays that we celebrate. So Samhain is celebrated in the Northern Hemisphere on um, October 31st to November 1st and in the Southern Hemisphere on April 30th to May 1st. Celebrations start at sundown, and this is because the ancient Celtic calendar started its days essentially at sundown. Uh, They went by the moon instead of the sun. Samhain is also the start of the traditional Celtic New Year, making it a sort of New Year celebration. Since the Celtic people didn't write down their stories and beliefs, we can only speculate um, about the reasoning behind their actions. Archaeology and scientific research, though, have given us a sort of insight into what might have happened and what might be the reasoning. According to a book written by J.A. McCullough in 1911, new fire was brought into each home from the sacred bonfire held on Samhain lending the idea that the expulsion of the old was a common occurrence, much like the uh, New Year's resolutions that a lot of people do today. He goes on to describe many things that happened during the Celtic festival of Samhain, including divination, dressing in the heads and skins of butchered animals, sexual frivolity, and assistance to the dead. This is still celebrated throughout the world today, although it looks very different. Divination is still performed on this night. Um, People still dress up and go through town, um, although not in the heads and skins of animals. Um, And depending on your beliefs, you might celebrate Samhain a little differently too. Within Wicca, Samhain is the last of three harvest festivals. It's a time of death and earth. Um, The 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 crops have been harvested and saved for winter. Um, and like the death of Earth, Samhain is also a time of honoring our ancestors. We know from historic texts that offerings and assistance was given to the dead during this time of year. And that tradition has continued through to the modern age. This is also the time of the year when the days start to get shorter giving way to the darkness of night. The bonfires that were lit traditionally were the ancient Celtic way 
of giving strength to the sun for just a little more daylight, hold out just a little bit longer so that they could get a little bit more done before winter hit. Today, we see Samhain for what it is, a representation of the fragility of life. The dead are honored here. Any crops that were left in the field after this time would end up dying. The daylight dies. We know that the cycle has to continue, and we know that eventually the light comes back, but we can't have the light without the darkness. In Wicca, the goddess is crone um, during Samhain as she makes her descent into the underworld with the god. She is the old one who brings us wisdom for the year that has passed and allows us to let go of the things that are holding us back. The god is ancient one, following the goddess into the underworld to recuperate and be reborn again at Yule. Like the crone, the ancient one brings us wisdom and knowledge of life after death. If you aren't Wiccan, you might still celebrate Samhain in a very similar way, just without the specific representation of deities um, in the god and the goddess. Maybe you see Samhain as a harvest festival representative of the cycle of life. Maybe you see it as a day of honoring and connecting with your loved ones across the veil. Or maybe you just see it as a day to be spooky and go trick-or-treating. Regardless of how you celebrate personally, I do have a, a couple ideas of um, how you can celebrate Samhain if you don't have any ideas. Since traditionally Samhain was about giving assistance to the dead and letting go of the old things and um, helping to strengthen the sun and bringing the protection of the fire of the bonfire and bringing the protection of the bonfire into the home, uh, what a lot of people do now to celebrate Samhain is they have an ancestor altar. Now an ancestor altar can be as elaborate or as simple as you make it. Um, it is not necessarily a working altar. It can be if that's what you like. Some people have an ancestor altar in their home at all times of the year, it just depends on their tradition. So to set up an ancestor altar, get your surface, um, and then you're just going to get things that are representative of your ancestors. You know, do you have a grandfather who has passed who smoked a specific kind of cigar? Do you have um, an aunt that passed who liked a specific flower? You know, those sorts of things, the things that are gonna represent your ancestors and um, remind you of them and give them a space in your home. You can then use your ancestor altar for divination if you practice divination to receive messages from your guides, from your ancestors, and just generally sit with them during this time to honor the dead and your loved ones that have passed on. Something else that you can do is light a candle and place it in your window. Obviously, not if it's not safe. <laughs> Please don't set your house on fire um, and do not leave the candle burning overnight or unsupervised. But lighting a candle, even for a moment, is thought to help any spirits that are passing by who are lost or just wandering and give them light to guide them on their journey. You can also hold what's called a dumb supper. Now, 
this isn't a supper where everyone acts dumb. Um, it's also called a silent supper. And um, it's simply a meal that is eaten in silence. There's a lot more ritual that typically goes into it. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, the table is set backwards. The um, dinner courses are served backwards. So you'd have like a dessert first, then your main course, and then your salad and soup and whatever. Um, but it's eaten in complete silence. And there's also an empty seat left for the dead. And the place setting for that seat, it's there. And that seat is served the food before anybody else. Now, in my case, having a dumb supper would be really hard because I'm the only person in my family that really holds these beliefs. And I also have a child. <laughs> and she doesn't know how to stay quiet. <laughs> She's sick, so she has a lot to say. Um, and I wouldn't be able to hold a dumb supper with my family, with my household. It would just be too difficult. But a dumb supper is something that you can do on your own if you so choose. Now, if you just want a way to connect with the cycle of life at this time, you could just take a walk. Go outside, go for a hike, go for a walk in the park, and just really notice how things are changing around you. Um, notice the cycles of life, um, the animals, are there differences in the animals between um, Imolk and Samhain? And notice the changes of the leaves, the grass. Just be mindful and be, be aware of your surroundings and the changing seasons. And that's really going to help you connect with the feeling of Samhain. You could also have a special Samhain meditation. Um, I know there are people out there who do special meditations for each Sabbath, who also do special meditations for the phases of the moon. Samhain is a good time for reflection. Since historically it was the start of the new year, we can see it as such during our meditation. So you basically hit the pause button, take some time for self-reflection, you know, have you accomplished any goals recently? Has a part of you died metaphorically to make way for something new? Just take some time to sit in a quiet space and meditate on those questions and any other questions that might surface during your meditation. And lastly, you can hold a ritual. Now, I'm not going to give any sort of ritual breakdown. Um, there are plenty of those all over the internet, and I am of the belief that a ritual should be personal if you're holding it by yourself. Um, but hold a, you can hold a Samhain ritual, invite in your gods and your ancestors, um, any other spirits or guides that you want to join you in the celebration of the Witch's New Year and the Cycle of Life. I hope you all have a wonderful Samhain, and I encourage you to connect with your ancestors and the land around you during this time of year. It really helps to ground you and connect you to the cycle of life in whatever part of the world that you're in, and that is a gift. Until next time, everyone. Bye. If you want to help support the show, 
go to patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. For as little as a dollar a month, you help support the work I do and get patron-exclusive content. If you don't want to join me on Patreon, but you still want to contribute, go to ko-fi.com slash roundthecauldron. And for the cost of a coffee, you can help support the show. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and give the video a thumbs up. I'll see you next week. Really quick, I just wanted to give a big shout out and thank you to my patron over on Patreon. I see you. I love you. I appreciate you.